Hey you guys, welcome back to Wow So Good Podcast. I'm so, so excited to be back. Um, we've been gone for a little bit, but now we're back and better than ever on the podcast. And what a great way to start this September, or first September on the podcast, um, with my really great guy friends. And we're just going to be chatting it up. And um, I really hope that you guys enjoy this short little episode um we talked for actually a really long time but i cut out a lot of stuff and it's been a long process of editing due to some technical problems and issues and just all the things so i just pray and hope that this still speaks to you and that you really really enjoy it and yeah love you guys hope you enjoy if we uh how, how should we start this off? Because it's, it's a really hard topic to even, like, dive into because you don't know. I don't even know where to start, honestly. Maybe maybe right. Carson can give us some food for thought real quick. What'd you say? <laughs> it's okay. Um, I was just saying that, like, we're going to get into, like, talking about relationships, right? And I was saying I don't really know where to start, but I will chime in for sure because, obviously, I'm the most knowledgeable one here about relationships considering <laughs> Me too. So, but I was thinking maybe you could give us a little starting point, and I'll just go in after that. Okay. Well, uh, starting off, I Braxton, I want to know what you think about uh, uh, living a godly as a, as teenagers. You know, we're more inclined to uh, try different things, especially when it comes to relationships. And I want to know where you think that the line should be drawn. So the classic line drawing question. Sure. Um. <laughs> yeah. Sure. It's a classic question. It's a classic. It's a classic question, honestly. Um, so, you know, I, I think one of the, the more important things I can uh, tell you here, and that's right off the bat, is that I'll have my own personal opinion, and I think that it should be rooted in what the Bible says. But where I don't know what the Bible says particularly, it's just going to be my opinion. So, <laughs> starting off with, I guess, that question where the line should be drawn. I heard a service once. Um, where it talked about how, um, you know, once you start an act or like once you start something, right, you don't want to just stop. You like, you want to go and finish it, right? Like that's the goal. The goal is whatever you're doing. So if you start doing something like, you know, I don't, I think, you know, that like handholding or whatever, that's cool. That's fun. It's like cuddly. It's like nice and embraceive. Or embracing or whatever, but like once now, you Brad, get wait, to like, I want to back up before you sure. get any farther. Let's hear it, Braxton. Have you held hands with a girl? I have <laughs> held hands with a girl. Thank you for asking. Um, <laughs> well, actually, I I want to know where uh, where you're. Have you hugged a girl? I I have. <laughs> I have both side hugged and front on hugged a girl. Wow. So. Some might think that is controversial, Braxton. Some, some might think. Um, so, like, <laughs> what I heard in the service, going back to it, is that whenever, um, um, whenever you start going into like what's really, what what can be defined as sexual, that's where it becomes like controversial and where you like want to finish the act. So personally, I draw the line right there, so I don't have to I don't have to worry about finishing the act. Right. That's me. Do you have any opinions? I, was, I know I know. you said you had your own personal opinion. 
Did you, did you have did you have something about like what the Bible what the Bible says about it specifically? Hmm. I personally don't. But I'd love to research it and get back with you. Okay. Because I don't want to give you a I don't want to be the, the the sheep in the or the the wolf in the sheep's clothing, you know. Yeah. So. Hey, don't be that. I don't want to be. I don't want to be. I think. I think that in relationships, I feel like. It is a very um, touchy topic for some people regarding Christianity and godly relationships because I feel like, you know, a lot of people think, oh, the Bible says, like, Christians shouldn't be having sex before marriage. Like, that's standard. And then, like, then you have someone that's a Christian but had sex before marriage. And I feel like we have to remember that God gives us so much grace and more grace than we deserve and even if you've done something that you feel like shouldn't doesn't qualify in that way as a godly relationship you can still choose to pick yourself back yeah, up and he always repent. He, he, yeah and he won't hold it against you I, I, I'm just gonna chip in and say that I think it's important to have a good foundation, you know, a good godly yeah. foundation. One thing that I have done post post John Michael, John Michael always says, "Thank the Lord for for your other half," you know, you know, mm-hmm. and John Michael does that every single day, and I really I'm really proud of him for doing that. But here's also something I would also just want to say that I have found out that honestly became pretty pretty big revelation you know the 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 term you complete me is not i hate what we that term. Do because i've learned yes. over the last few years some really good stuff in this that you shouldn't be wanting completion in your spouse but you should want to be completed with god prior yes. to getting your spouse because when you yeah because when you say that someone completes you you're saying that you weren't complete before and you should be saying that your other person your um your partner should compliment you not complete you yes i also love the illustration of of the triangle when it comes to a godly relationship and it's like if you and your spouse are both at the bottom points of a triangle and god's at the top and the farther you get to, the closer you get to God, the closer you'll get to each other. And I think that's a good, a good yeah. illustration. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not Sixty nice degrees equals Not isosceles, not a scalene, Braxton. Okay. It just doesn't work. It's got to be equilateral because there's got to be an equal amount of desire for our Savior. And like what we were talking about with like um, drawing the line, I feel like. We should be thinking in the mindset of not rather than thinking how close can I get to sin, but we should be thinking how far can I get from it and how much closer can I get to God? Because when you start thinking in that mindset and when you start um, like knowing how God loves and knowing how we should be loving each other, you can better love yeah. your partner. And I, and I really like what you said. It's not about how close or how far we can get away from sin, but how close we can get to God. Because the closer we can get to God, 
is the farthest we can get away from sin. Yeah. It, it's kind of, you know, and I'm just getting a little little off the relationship thing, but more on the, you know, getting away from sin is that I think a lot of people think hell is this just fiery furnace or whatever, and that's just bad because God's sin. It's not that. It is the the physical embodiment of the absence of God. And I think that's what's so scary yeah. about it is even on earth where people can get away with murders or whatever because we have this free will given to us by God and that there's still so much good that can come on earth is that hell isn't bad. It's it's where you don't want to go is because God is what good is. And so when you take that away, yeah. all you can have is bad. You know, but back on relationships, yeah. Braxton just really want to talk about some temptations he's had when it comes to relationships. Yeah. Okay. So, I really do. <laughs> so, Taylor, I wanted to know from a girl's perspective what you think about all the things, like mm-hmm. the temptations, all the things we've we said. Because I mean, I think I think there's certainly a uh, a st- or not a stereotype towards males and that like males are and it's not always the case but i think i think it is true that males are typically the ones that are trying to push the boundaries and as as a girl who's probably not as interested in in pushing the boundaries like we've discussed i want to know what you think about you know temptations and like where the line is and stuff okay yeah um yeah i think there is a a stigma around guys wanting to guys being the ones that are pushing the boundaries but that honestly couldn't be more wrong i've known so many girls that were the ones that were making the guy push those boundaries well i mean like i said it's not always the case yeah and i think um honestly for either um gender i think that the boundary should be like with temptation i think i think it's all about remembering that the devil wants to get you further away from god as much as possible because he knows how powerful god is um how much he loves you and so he'll do little things that he knows will affect you um because whether you agree or not you have to realize that the devil does know yeah. you and, um, and he knows what's in your heart and he knows what will tempt you. He knows what will yeah. provoke you. And so I think, um, I think with temptation comes um, distrust in each other and your other um, right. and your yeah. partner, because I think that when you're not on the same, it's all about being on the same yeah. page so I've been in situations where I was thinking about dating this guy and we were on <laughs> we're not going to drop the that name is inappropriate. But we were thinking... that's so inappropriate but... <laughs> come on but basically we were on completely different sides of our mindsets in that area um, and so I think that when we when we both realized that we weren't on the same page that was and all about also to all of my like 
pretty much everyone. Everyone should know that it's so important to guard your heart and to pray for God to guard your heart because God says that from your heart, everything flows. And so it's so important when you remember that because when you remember that from your heart, everything flows, you won't just be throwing your heart around to everyone you see. And, um, and that was a problem that I was having was, um, not being able to separate the two of like a Christian guy and a godly Mm, man. Right. Yeah. I didn't see that there was a difference there and it's a huge difference. But as I started to get older and actually like, um, knowing my certain desires and wants and needs for relationship and all of that. I started looking at mm. godly men and that completely changed my perspective because when there's a godly man, he won't want to push your boundaries because he'll want to respect them so much that yeah. he'll be encouraging you to yeah. keep those boundaries. Um, and that was something that I realized was with guys, with Christian guys, I think it's so important to not just, I was being, I think my problem was I was so naive to like every single Christian guy I met. Like I would just be like, oh, he's a Christian. He can't hurt me. That's so wrong because Mm -hmm. Christians are humans. They just believe in God. For sure. And, but that does not mean that they can't take advantage of you or try to tempt you in certain ways. Because, you know, a guy, a Christian guy, can say anyone can say with their mouth that they're a Christian, but until they show you with the actions, yeah, and with their heart, um, and prove to you and show that light through their um, through their through themselves, I feel like you know, and you just can't. You have to ask God to guard your heart because if you don't, then your heart is just going to be. I hate. I kind of hate the saying like. Wear your heart on your sleeve. Yeah. I absolutely hate that saying because you just shouldn't I just be. Put it in my top it's not here. smart. <laughs> yeah, it's just not smart because um, I've done that before. Like in the past, just like wore my heart on my sleeve. You know, any guy I met, I like had this mindset of, oh my gosh, what if they're mm-hmm. my future yeah. husband? I had like that so. mindset. And I think that's such a problem because that puts such unnecessary pressure on the person you're dating because then it's like if you're always in that mindset of thinking oh what if they're the one you know i hate the saying the one because i think the only one that we should be searching for is god (laughs) um and again that puts unnecessary pressure on your partner so because then they're always going to be thinking oh well they want me to do this and this and this and i'm not i guess back to carson's question about my opinion on certain things about temptation i think that um in in godly relationships there should be i feel like when you're in the relationship phase of just dating and you're not like um married to that person i feel like you shouldn't be building you shouldn't be forming soul ties as i call them to people soul neckties because <laughs> it's so close to the heart yeah <laughs> what michael says right yeah john michael tells me that all the time well my my yeah, good friend my good and godly man friend sean huffman always says 
you should be dating the married. You should not be dating for experience. Yeah. No, because what's the point of dating someone that you don't think that you're going to go anywhere with? So if you're dating with intention, it's like changed my com- completely changed my mindset. Because when you date with intention, you you look at guys, you look at guys and girls differently. Yep. Um, you, you have to think, can I really see myself with this person? And I think praying comes in such handy because I think a lot of people think that there's no need to like pray over a relationship or stuff like that but I think that you know with this guy that I was thinking about dating he was a great guy but there was a difference between did I had to literally ask myself do I just want a great guy or do I want you know the man that God has for me started thinking that mindset and thinking you know, I could, I, I think there's like a saying that's like, why settle for um, just good yeah. when there's great around the corner, you know, and you just have to wait a bit longer to get it. And I think with certain relationships and all relationships, really, you, I think that you need to just be patient in so many ways because there's some things in life that God might not give you because the other person isn't ready to receive it. And so it doesn't necessarily mean like, let's say you want to date this guy or this girl, but the other person isn't ready for a relationship, but they're not vocalizing that to you. I feel like sometimes if you're praying about it, then God will reveal to you like, okay, they're not ready, but you are, so you're just going to have to wait a bit yeah. longer. You know, Taylor, this has just been such a wonderful experience. Right? I agree. <laughs> Look, wow, this was good. No, wow, this was <laughs> so, so good. <laughs> that should just be my new intro for every I episode. Think it be... <laughs> what, hey, Taylor, what do you know about the best nene of the year? I don't, I don't know what, what, well, if this was, if, if this wasn't a just a visual or an audio, um, platform, it was visual too. We'd show you well, yeah. look at this one. Oh, that's a good one. Hold up. Look oh, at this wow. one. Oh, wait, can I hit it real quick? Yeah. Hit it real oh. quick. Go. <laughs> yeah. Taylor, that just happened. <laughs> don't try that at home. Yeah. Don't try that at home. I can't with y'all. We're just, what can I say? Most people can't. I can't take us anywhere. <laughs> Most people can't. But I do have to say, this is just off topic, but I do have to give y'all a little just admiration from my heart because I just feel like we've all grown so much. And I'm just so proud of y'all, you know? Like, I'm just like, sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, these guys, like... I've obviously known, I've known, Need I've known Braxton, yeah, I've known Braxton since yeah, freshman we year, <laughs> rip, um, I've known him since freshman year, and then Carson since, like, middle school, um, and then Joshua, when did we I We met in elementary school, Taylor, I'm a little surprised you don't remember that. Yep. What? Wait, yeah, we did. no, we did 
What, what, what teacher and school did you go to in elementary school? I went to Same Deer for Valley. a year. And what, who was your third grade teacher? I went huh? um, Miss Gamble, but now well, she's Miss Black. I knew it was Miss Gamble as well. So I'm a little disappointed that you didn't know that we had that same teacher for, for a few weeks in third grade before I moved to Gwent. Joshua! What? <laughs> you remember the, the, the small and like stocky Lebanese boy? Yep. I used to wear hair gel and gym <laughs> shorts to school. He'd actually profusely Wait. pat people on the back. Yep, like this. Against their will. Wait, now I'm going to have to like go through my yearbook later and like see. Ugh! Joshua. Taylor. I can't believe this. Why did you never tell me I that? I was a shy... I guess he thought you knew. I, I only spoke Arabic <laughs> in third grade. I spoke no, English every like other year of elementary your... school, but third grade, I decided to only speak Arabic. So that might have been a might have been a problem wait but when okay so are you saying when we were when i was there like did we ever talk you know one time i was on the playground and i was i was calling you here and i was like yella 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 right and so you didn't understand that and so i was stuck playing by myself which was a little bit disappointing personally You should and, have just well, used then hand one motions. Time I asked you to watch my bag because I said, I said, watch my Jadan, which means bag in Arabic. You didn't. And it's all in it because I left it on the playground. But that's okay because we never saw each other again oh. until recently. And, you know, I have forgiveness in my heart. Praise God. Praise God. <laughs> you should have told me when or we met like, later. You should have been Yahweh. <laughs> Hebrew, right there. Mm. <laughs> it sounds like Arabic. Yes. Let's hear Joshua, I'm so disappointed in you that you well, did not tell me that. I thought I I thought Carson was the one well, that I've known he the was. Longest. One would think. One would think if you forgot <laughs> about me like you clearly did. <laughs> but you did. know who never forgets about us? Miss Gamble. I was gonna say God. Yes. <laughs> and Dave. God and Dave. You know, I was actually Dave. surprised Dave remembered me hey. when I saw him the other day. Dave, Dave never forgets. Yeah. Well, but as I was saying, I was saying, I, I'm just so proud of y'all because, you know, sometimes I'm like, oh, like I've grown up with these folks and they've just, they've just evolved. Some might say to the next level. Next gen. <laughs> or a next gen Intel Core processor now, actually. <laughs> you know, some might say... You knew us at our Old Testament, but now we're in our New Testament. <laughs> we'll, we'll this, is, this is great. Keep it, keep it going with the puns, Bibli- Josh. Biblical humor, you know? <laughs> keep it say? going. You know. What can you say? You're not saying anything. Well, Lot or maybe his <laughs> wife got turned into Saul. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I can't remember who it was, but one of them got yeah, turned into Saul. I went drive through my Bible to look for that the other day and I couldn't find it. I, I don't remember what book but I just know Lot I mean, it got had to be in Genesis though because that's when Lot is... Taylor, do you know was it Lot or his wife that got turned into Saul? Oh, his wife looked back at the city after they left. You're <laughs> that's right. That's what it Bruh. is. It was, it was God, his wife. Right. See? God, yeah. Okay, well, now we know. Amen. <laughs> yeah, okay. Amen. Well, this has just been a wonderful yeah, experience, a real, Taylor. A real dandy. Right? This has been iconic. And, and Taylor... Certainly. 
You know, before we get out, Braxton really wanted us to just pray over you. Aw, let's All do right. it. Everybody close your eyes and bow your heads at the same time, please. Please. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to keep mine open, though, so I hope that's okay. okay. All right. All right, let's go. Uh, hey, God, you know, um, come here today, you know, on the Well So Good podcast. And let me say it was Well So Good. It was pretty good, God, and it was good in your name. Um, you know, it wouldn't be anywhere. You know, I think it was amplified because we were really diving into what you have to say and what our personal experiences with you and what you've shown us in our, in our lives. Um, God, I thank you for Joshua and Carson. Come on here and be, you know, super uh, top-notch co-hosts, as I'd like to say. Um, you know, pro-host, yeah. And um, uh, thank you for Taylor for even hosting such a great such a great idea and like listening to what you have to what your will is and what you want her what you want to do in her life and she's listening to it and that's great um god i pray that we have you know we're moving into college i hope that all goes well um you know in your name we pray amen yeah and and a little a little post amen prayer right here a little post amen no amen if you know what i'm saying you know just you know god we just want to thank you for for letting taylor be such a a godly influence on a lot of a lot of other girls and women right now than I think that that this world needs and and I think you're going to use her quite a bit. No amen. Yeah. yeah. Amen. All right. Well, it's been a, it's been an absolute blast. It's been a blast. Okay. Well, we'll have to, we'll have to follow up. All right. Sometime. Well. Okay. Yes, we will okay. follow up. Sounds great. Love you okay. guys. Okay. We love you, Taylor. Taylor. <laughs> Tyler. <Bye. laughs> that guy.